Hello, everybody. <laughs> you, you are listening to Limited Playtime. You can't pull that stuff on me. <laughs> the Board Game Podcast, where we bring you board game reviews. Friends. In 30 minutes or less. Or the next episode is free. That was Zombie Kyle Bolin. <laughs> You can't pull that stuff on me out of thin I air. Just pulled that stuff on you. And... <laughs> oh, and I'm Jason Cavallari, by the way. Hey, welcome to Loaded Playtime, <laughs> Board Game Podcast. Board Game Podcast. We bring you board game reviews. The zombie was kind of hard to understand, I assume. But hey, you probably know who we are. We're talking about Zombicide, Black Plague today. <laughs> uh, a game. What was published in the 2015 year? Yes, by... the blackest and plaguiest of the Zombicide yes. franchise. By Simon, uh, formerly known as Cool Mini or Not, uh, designed by Raphael Guiton, Jean-Baptiste Luyen, and Nicolas Raoul, who, they sound pretty familiar, don't they, Jason? They do. That group of names, perhaps you have heard it before, limited playtime listeners. Art is by Nicolas Fructus, the Fructos, uh, it's Nicky Fructos again. Nicky Fructos. Uh, <laughs> Jeremy Messon. So... <laughs> This is a game that plays between one to six players, has a playing time listed as 60 to 180 minutes, mm. and is rated for ages 14 and above. What That's... kind of a game is the Zombicide Black Plague, Jason? Uh, so, it's kind of a dungeon crawler, except it's not really a dungeon. Um... You know, I thought about this today. I, I think that for years I've thought of Zombicide as a dungeon crawler, and it's... I've decided it's not a dungeon crawler. Maybe we can get into that a little deeper into the podcast because it really affects the way that I enjoy this game. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it appears to be a dungeon crawler, I think, right. from like, you I know. Mean, it's a, slightly a different from, yeah. from, from other dungeon crawlers because it's, you know, in most other dungeon crawlers, you have like a scenario that's set up and then like all this the monsters. scenarios. Are, it does, but like it, it's sort of, I don't know. It, it's, I think it's a little looser than most dungeon crawlers are okay, in terms yeah. of the structure. Why don't we paint a picture for why it looks like a dungeon crawler, right? What makes it look like a dungeon crawler? Uh, okay, well, you have the scenarios. Uh, you have monsters that spawn. You have uh, some dice-chucking action. You get looting of corpses and searching of rooms. And uh, there's a an objective you have to reach in order to win the scenario. You've got little miniature little heroes on a board, on a board yeah. that you move around and attack with, and you fight and everything. Yeah, uh, there's the line of sight things, and yeah, yeah. There's there's like you know you can have uh, doors that you open and go into rooms and stuff like that, and you know like objectives that you grab, things like that. Yeah. Um, not really any environmental effects with the base rules and stuff, but I saw some tiles in my game that look like there might be in certain scenarios. Mm -hmm. Uh, so yeah, it has the trappings of something what maybe evolved out of the Hero Quest. You know, and then you play it <laughs> and there are some differences between it and the typical dungeon crawler. Zombicide is really a survival game. Zombicide is a game that uh, very much, I think the original Zombicide very much did this. And so Zombicide Black Plague obviously is going to take sort of that same thing. And what it is, is it's emulating horror zombie films, right? Where there's like, yeah. you know, a number of survivors trying to survive this like sort of like, you know, endless wave and onslaught of zombies right mm -hmm. and most of them or at least some of them are not going to survive the night right that is true how many zombie movies have you seen where everybody got through okay <laughs> uh none as far as none, I can recall. right yeah. <laughs> and so i don't know why every time i go into this game i'm so frustrated when somebody dies <laughs> 
<laughs> I know, like it's a surprise. Right, yeah, because <laughs> this game was designed to kill your heroes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, there's no doubt about that. Okay, so let's get into it, right? Zombicide, uh, when you're playing this game, uh, the first thing that I realized last night as I was setting it up again, and I haven't played this game in at least like a year or something like that. I've played it, you know, several times before. Mm-hmm. Uh, plenty of times, we're counting the couple of times that I've played uh, modern Zombicide, you know, the, the original Zombicide, set right. in like a modern day setting. The thing that struck me that I always forget about Zombicide is that in every one of the normal scenarios, it requires that you play with six characters, regardless of how many players are playing. Mm -hmm. That's something that, just from the outset, I get frustrated, because I'm like, why do I have to choose more than one character? Why do I have to worry about more than one character? I don't want to have three of these character uh, placards right in front of me that I've got to manage through the entire game. That seems like such a pain in the butt, and I get a little frustrated, but then I start playing, and I forget about it, right? Um, right. And I just go, and everything, and, and, and it's fine. But, like, as I was playing this, I realized that this game, while it can play, you know, like, up to six players with six characters being played, that's probably not even the best way to play, because there's going to be player elimination in this game when somebody dies, and then they're going to be out. So probably oh, yeah. the best way to play it is with two or three people controlling two to three heroes so that you've got some leftovers once your first hero dies. Yeah, no, that's precisely the point, I think, in, in getting as many heroes as they do onto the board. That yeah. Some of them are definitely going to die. <laughs> yes, yes. So Jocelyn and I played last night, and we lost two out of the six heroes before we, mm. we beat the scenario at the end. So, like, not too bad, right? And, and this was, like, the second or third scenario, so, I mean, like, it was, like, you know, probably not one of the more advanced ones. Um, but, yeah, I don't yeah, know if, like, they, if they ascend in difficulty or not. They definitely do in length, because when you're looking through the scenario book, it definitely uh, lists whether or not it is a short, yeah. medium, or long scenario, right? Because so, I remember the fir- very first game I played of, like, original Zombicide, we played the first scenario in the book, and it's apparently one of the hardest ones. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, why is this game so hard? Uh-huh. Because it was one of the hardest scenarios. Okay. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah but Zombicide... it was number one. <laughs> so Zombicide sets up certain scenario objective goals for each scenario. Like last night, Jocelyn and I had one where you have to find some book, right? And it's represented by just a generic looking X on a board. And you've got to find certain keys to get into certain rooms in order to get access to the book. And then in addition to that, we had to get one survivor to the red level, which is basically like how they measure XP yeah. in this game is each hero has like a little plastic board that you keep their character card on and any weapons and other equipment that they may have collected through the mission and down at the bottom there's a little triangle like pointer slider that like clicks into place and there's like i think like 49 or something um like pips along the way and each one of those is an xp point because every time you kill a zombie or sometimes pick up objectives or what have you you get a certain number of xp Mm -hmm. and you're keeping track of that which each one of your survivors and as you hit new thresholds so there's like a blue that you start out with where everybody gets like their first sort of starter uh special ability or trait or whatever and then as you reach the orange level you get you know a new ability and as you reach the oh, there's some other level in there right like yellow yeah. or something like that right it's yellow. um and then the final one is orange and so each time you get like a new ability or a new choice of several abilities and so you get to sort of like spec out your character a little bit as you go and each character has like their own abilities and traits to choose from as they level yeah. up um but also as as one survivor is leveling up usually faster than the rest of them uh it's also increasingly uh increasing the difficulty of the game so like when you pull cards to spawn zombies you take a look at the highest level highest threshold that any one survivor has reached and then you always spawn zombies according to that level so there's like this escalation as the game plays in terms of what's on the board chasing you around trying to kill you in addition to at least one hero sort of rising in strength and power it should be noted too that the the zombies aren't 
necessarily like hard to kill uh generally speaking generally speaking yeah i mean occasionally like there there are levels of zombie but the the higher levels are sort of rare um <laughs> and more more often than not you're just going to get a general run-of-the-mill like walking zombie and those things are usually not that hard to destroy the problem yeah. is that there will be a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We had, like, a mob of, like, 15 at one time on one space, which it's not even yeah. room for, you know? Right. Um, so, like, they were kind of, like, you know, bulging around the sides of the space and everything. Yeah, and but there's almost no, like, AoE abilities in the game. You can for... totally, totally get screwed in this game, though. Yeah. So bad. Like, like okay, so there's one type of zombie in the game. It's called a fatty, right? Because they are, like, bloated and everything. Uh, and it takes a, a weapon that does two damage to kill it, correct? Right. And there's one starter weapon, the hammer, that you start out with that does two damage. So one hero can kill a fatty at the beginning of the game. Fatties are not that rare. Like, it's entirely possible to get fatties at the beginning of a game. Get this, though. Last night, Jocelyn, turn one, the first thing we spawn, an abomination. <laughs> so abominations, you need to produce three... So when you kill a zombie, you have to deal all of its health at the same time, or it does all nothing. the damage at once. Yeah, yeah. There's most no of them only have one health, so it doesn't matter. But the fatties have two, and then the abominations have three. Uh huh. Um, and there are, as I recall, no weapons that actually do three damage in the base game. There are no weapons other than maybe like I think something in the in the vault, the vault weapons. That oh, does yeah. three damage, and then one of the heroes can get up to three damage with his final ability when he reaches the red level and adds that to a two damage weapon, right? Yeah. Now, I kickstarted this game, so I have all of the extra stuff, right? Uh, and we just so happened to pick, uh, Jocelyn happened to pick the Xena type character in this game who has, her first ability is called Super Strength. So every weapon she uses does three damage. So we just lucked out there. Oh, that's got, good. Yeah, so she was able to go and kill the, the Abomination, right? Yeah. And she was, like, on Abomination and Fatty Duty for, like, the early part of the game. But I have the $150 Kickstarter version of the game that came with... How many heroes do you have, Jason? I think six. Six heroes in the base game of Zombicide Black Plague. Do you know how many heroes I have? No. How many? I, I have... 50 heroes. Oh, my God. Really? 50 heroes. That's yes, insane. I counted. Yes. Because that's how many came with the crazy Kickstarter version. Now, I paid an extra 50 bucks over retail, right? But I, that came with the first big expansion, Wolfsburg. It came with the first NPC box for a bunch of extra heroes. It came with all the stretch goal heroes, which added, like, the bulk of the heroes that I have. So, you know, I have a lot of flexibility in building a team out when I play this game. Yeah. Making it very flexible in terms of, like, having somebody. So I had somebody that could make ranged attacks without hitting their, their teammates. They have Marksman as the first ability they take. Because in normal Zombicide, when you make ranged magic or, you know, like, like arrow or bolt type attacks into uh, a ranged space and you have allies there in zombicide black pay plague all of the missed hits all of the missed dice the dice that don't hit zombies they hit your allies right, right. Yeah. and that's a huge pain in the butt and i just happen to have a hero that's one of the expansion or not one of the one of the um like the kickstarter heroes that had marksman that allowed me to just ignore that rule right yeah. and we just happen to have a hero that had super strength that allowed us to take care of the weird you know fluke where we got an abomination on turn one and just kill that thing and not have to deal with the the headache of having an abomination just murdering us within the first three or four rounds or whatever yeah um so i got lucky there right but what if you had gotten the abomination you know like round one yeah well i mean th i think this happened to us once when we played with you it's like we <laughs> An abomination spawned because it was actually part of the scenario. Scenario one or two or whatever. Something like yeah. that. The first and there was a way to kill it, but it was to, you had to basically search 
Yeah, you had to mill the search deck. To get, like, two different items that, when combined, would be enough to kill this thing. Yeah, and this this was the second shortest scenario, according to the book. Right, right? and it took hours because, like, the cards were, of course, randomly placed in the deck, and we just could not draw the cards we needed. So we're running around this map with hordes of zombies and this one abomination that we can't kill, (laughs) trying to find these stupid things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because you're you're busy running around trying to make sure you don't die. So you're you're killing as many zombies as you need to to make sure that you do not get like just mowed over and and killed turn to turn. Meanwhile, anytime you happen to get like enough you know extra actions, because on a turn when you when you activate a hero, you get to you get three actions from from the get go of the game. Right at, at at base level, every hero has three actions. They get a fourth action as they level up. Um, but an action allows you to like move a space, search, do an attack, whatever. Like really pretty basic stuff here. Attack a door, right? because you got to attack doors in order to right. open them in this game for some reason everything's locked. But anyway, so like you don't have that much extra actions, that much time to run around and search and search and search in order to mill a deck when that's the objective. And so that game that we played, I think it was rated for 60 minutes. You said hours just now, and I don't think that was an exaggeration. I think that we were playing that game for upward like close to 3 hours that night. We yeah. I don't think we even really finished it because we I'm were... not sure that we did. It got too late. Yeah. 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 And and we played again, uh, maybe the same scenario uh, during the last day of Adjacent Con when I was at, at your house. And I don't think we finished that yeah, scenario either. Yeah, we didn't finish either. that one either because yeah, we had to take you to the airport. It was too long. Yeah, I had to go to the airport. Yeah. yeah. Um, last night, Jocelyn and I played a scenario that was supposed to take 60 minutes and it took us, I believe, uh, uh, an hour and 45. Oh, God. An hour well, and I, the box minutes. does say 60 to 180 minutes, which is right, quite a the, spread. <laughs> but the scenarios are rated within that range, right? And this yeah. scenario was rated as a 60-minute scenario. This game's just a big, fat liar, okay? It tells you It tells you that it's a dungeon crawler, and it's not. It's totally just like a survival, you know, like War of Attrition game. Uh, it, it, it looks like it tells you that it's going to last like, you know, sort of a fast, short sort of game that's not very involved, and it ends up taking two to three hours instead of one hour. That's mm-hmm. a lie that it tells you. I don't know. Like, it tells you that there's going to be cool equipment and stuff to find, and I find the equipment that you find out of the deck rather bland. Like, none of it's all that special until you get to, like, the vault-type equipment. Which, yeah. there's only five vault cards, I think, in the game. So, like, even that's, like, you know, there's there's not very much of it. There's no variety there, really, in a game that has 50 heroes and, like, you know, like a normal search deck that's, you know, probably, like, three inches deep or whatever. Uh, the vault deck is pathetic. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's just, gosh, this this game looks so colorful it looks so cartoony it looks so vibrant and exciting right like when you're looking at this game it looks like so much fun doesn't it oh yeah i mean the production value here is you know nothing to sneeze at yeah Um, yeah you know it's a simon game so the minis of course look great and i find myself when i'm playing this game I go through this weird roller coaster of emotions, right? <laughs> Where like I'm like, oh cool, we're gonna start playing Zombicide. I'm really excited. This looks like fun. I'm really excited to start with these characters that I selected. They look like fun. These abilities look like they'll synergize really well. And then we start going down the hill, and it's a great time. And then all of a sudden, we hit this lull where I'm going up the hill real slowly because we're trying to get those first couple of objectives done. And it's just kind of a slog when you've only got three actions per character. Yeah. And, and you're dealing with like you know all these enemies that like certain heroes have to address because they're the ones that have the good weapons and then they're the ones that are getting all the XP because they're dealing with all the zombies and everybody else is just moving 
Like, like just moving yeah, over and over again. Yeah, that happens fairly frequently. And it just, it, it, there's this large lull in, like, you know, in the second sort of, like, act of the game where you're just trying to get all this, like, mundane stuff done while still, like, kind of doing the chore of killing the zombies with the one or two heroes that can kill the zombies. Mm-hmm. Um, and then everybody else starts to feel like they're falling behind because they're not getting any XP. And then all of a sudden, somebody gets lucky and they find some awesome crossbow that can kill, like, four zombies at once because they've gotten a plus one to their, their die rolls. But then in addition to that, the, zo- the weapon has three dice and all of a sudden you're just mowing zombies down and now you're going downhill again and it's like oh my god this is amazing I'm just like clearing out like squares of zombies and squares of zombies and I'm like raking in all the XP and then you realize that like you're getting swarmed again and all the next you're crawling back up another hill and it becomes this thing of like okay now we've got to figure out how we're all going to like congregate and get back together so that we can create this last stand here in the middle of the map because we've got, got to get somebody to the red level now that's my objective this turn and so that means we've got to make sure that they kill 20 more zombies before any of us before we all die and it just it it goes through like these weird stretches of like getting very exciting and fun and then being very 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 tedious i wonder how much of that is like a flaw with the game and how much of it is just bad scenario design i think it's mostly bad scenario design um you know like the thing that i find about this game is that the pacing is just so weird like like it feels like you're just slogging for like long periods of time and it feels like there's just like an xp problem with this game like the character growth in the game feels like it is like accelerated for one or two characters that's fun for them right but for all the other characters it just feels like molasses right and yeah. And then the, the 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 rate that the game is being played at is kind of molasses-like then as well. I feel like there needs to be an acceleration in both, like, the character growth in this game and then hopefully, you know, in tandem with that, the speed that the actual game and the, uh, the objectives are being achieved by uh, speeds up as well because this game has always gone too long every time I've played it. And if it was just a little faster, and, and if it was just, like, you know, would, like, find its pace a little bit better than what it does in the base game, I think that it would be a really fun, casual, but fun experience. Yeah. No, that's true. I mean, the ge- yeah, because the game itself is not terribly involved, uh, rules-wise. I mean, it's not complicated. Um, but, the you know, in what uh, a heavier dungeon crawler would get bogged down in which would be you know details and rules and stuff this gets bogged down more just in the uh the flow of the game yeah its own pace yeah it's scenario design really yeah yeah Um, i often find that like some that like sometimes the maps are too big or there's like Uh uh-huh or there's too many spawn points or uh or the just the whole searching mechanism itself like just, whenever that's like an objective like that's a non-starter right know, there yeah you'll all be on one side of the map because you've got to be over here for an objective and then i swear to god four times last night we had necromancers spawn on the opposite side of the map right yeah and the necromancer is one of the fail conditions if a necromancer escapes the map because what a necromancer does when they show up is not only do they spawn extra zombies yay they run <laughs> to like the next closest exit or spawn point and then if they make it to that uh spawn point and they get activated uh while on that spawn point they escape and if a necromancer escapes while there are six spawn points on the board you lose uh it's one of the lost conditions in the game so every time a necromancer spawns it becomes like priority number one that at least somebody get over there and take care of the necromancer and so like we kept like running over killing the necromancer running back running over killing the necromancer running back because we kept getting unlucky with where it was spawning and it just became this chore of somebody being on necromancer duty of running over there and like you know taking care of it or whatever and then two of our people got stuck over there and then they got eaten (laughs) 
yep, that'll happen to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, this sounds like a zombie movie. It sounds like it's emulating, like, sort of, like, how a zombie movie would go. But in practice, playing it, 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 it can have, like, these long, long swaths of tedium that I just wish were somehow sped up or, you know, truncated in some way. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, if that's what they were going for, which I think it is, like, I, yeah, I think on that yeah. level, it, it succeeded pretty well. Uh, but whether or not that makes for an actually for like a fun gaming experience is like meh. Yeah, yeah. Like at times, yeah, it is really fun. But then at other times, it's just incredibly slow and boring. Yeah, I have this thing where like when I look at all my Zombicide stuff on the shelf, if I haven't played it in a little while, I'm like, I get this urge to get it out and play it. And mm. then I get it out and I play it and I'm like, oh this is why I don't get it out and play it, you know? And so like I put it back and then, you know, two, three months pass and I start getting the urge again. The same thing happens with me with Massive Darkness, which we've talked about on oh, this yeah, podcast. Sure. Massive Darkness, if you didn't get the joke earlier, was also designed by the exact same designers of Zombicide Black Plague <laughs> and published by the exact same publisher. If you have played Massive Darkness or listened to our Massive Darkness podcast, you will probably understand that there is a lot of shared DNA between Zombicide Black Plague and Massive Darkness, which is a true dungeon crawl game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, it, it has, like, objectives that are more in line with dungeon crawling. You can play with, like, a, a number of heroes between, I think, like, you know, two and six or something like that. Like, it scales the monster damage and the number of monsters that spawn based on how many heroes are in the party. Uh, there's a, a, a much wider, I think, variety of loot to get in, in that game, and it levels up as you get through. We, we compared it to Diablo, right? We compared it to yeah. how you play Diablo, and there's, like, sort of an escalation both in monsters and, you know, your own hero power and loot, basically. And it does a better job, I think, of emulating the dungeon crawling experience than this game um but in other ways i think it's like probably even like in some ways uh balanced even worse than zombicide uh <laughs> you know massive darkness can be extremely swingy in terms of its its uh its difficulty and in oh, how yeah. punishing it is uh this game feels maybe a little less so as long as you don't get as unlucky as we did with the the abomination and don't have any way to kill it Right. Um, like it feels a little bit more even handed, but at the same time, like it really does feel like when I play these two games, even though they have some very different mechanics and they are different types of games, one seems like a survival game and one seems like, you know, a dungeon crawly RPG type game. I, I don't really understand why I own both of them. <laughs> like like in the end the emotions that it elicits for me are kind of similar you know it's like okay that was kind of cool to get all those minis out the minis look great uh the art looks great uh you know there's there's a little bit of cartoony fun to be had here but in the end i don't want to play it again immediately afterwards you know in the end i yeah. don't want to play it again a week later i think for me i lean towards zombicide is the better game mm -hmm. i think i kind of do too it's a little bit more focused yeah um, and I, uh, I don't know, I, I, for a long time, like when I first started getting into the gaming hobby, like as an adult, I really was looking for like a, a, a definitive like zombie game. Mm -hmm. Um, and the ones that were available at the time were pretty bad. Oh um, God. Yeah. Some of them were terrible. Yeah. And then this one came out and I was like, oh, this sounds like it's, you know, kind of what I'm looking for. And in a way it is. I just wish that, uh, you know, when I had bought it years ago, that I, I had thought about whether or not, like, an uh, like living through or playing through a zombie movie experience would actually be fun, <laughs> <laughs> as opposed to just watching a movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it definitely provides, I think, that what we were looking for 10 years ago, right? With Out of Zombie Games then. Oh, but... yeah. I mean, it's way better than anything that was out at the time. Yeah, I just think that, you know, at the end of the day, 
when there's things like Descent or Gloomhaven or, you know, there are plenty of other games that offer this sort of like adventure that you go on and, you know, even maybe even a massive killing spree that you can go on, right? <laughs> um, there's just so many games that seem a little bit more focused and tighter and, and just give you more for what you put into the game in terms of time, in terms of energy, you know, in terms of setup and teardown and everything. I just feel like there's other things that I'm just like, why am I playing this when I could be playing any one of these other games on my shelf that I absolutely love to death, you know? Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, I, I, I mean, all like, that said, I mean, it's still the kind of game where I think I would get it out every once in a while and then play enjoying it, enjoy playing it once. And After, yeah, after we played this last night, I, I looked at Jocelyn and I was like, you know, there's things about this game that I like, you know, and there's things about this game that frustrate the hell out of me, but those things would be largely ignored by me if I had a good buzz going while I was playing this game <laughs> with some friends. Well, you there know? you go. Yeah, that's you, the you solution. You hear people talk about, yeah, well, you hear people talk about beer and pretzels games all the time, right? And I feel like this is the epitome of that. Like, like we played a game of Massive Darkness at our last uh, cabin trip, and it's largely kind of the same sort of thing, yeah. you know, beer and pretzels, and we were drinking, and I think we had a great time. Uh, so I feel like this game and that game uh, both kind of fit into this weird niche where it's not complicated enough to become difficult if you've got a buzz going and all the little like you know the, the parts where like time just seems to stand still at times and everything uh maybe like you know you're really thinking about the rules and maybe they actually don't matter that much right like mm -hmm. beer would make a lot of that matter a lot less <laughs> so well, there you have it there's the yeah solution. like yeah i think if you've got a group that wants to get together and have a goofy time you want to kill some zombies and also you know that y'all drink when you play then maybe this game is perfect for that group right oh, yeah. uh, if you want to have like sort of like a campaign style thing that you play real seriously with your significant other at home then look elsewhere <laughs> <laughs> oh that's how i feel about it <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and, I mean, and I, I feel like sums it up. And, and and MSRP is a hundred dollars. I feel like when you're only getting the six heroes uh, for a hundred dollars, with the scenarios is kind of like you know middling as they are in terms of quality. I feel like it's a bad value. I think that if you got this game, you're probably gonna want to get it on sale for like you know fifty, sixty bucks, and then maybe we're talking about something that's relatively fair because there are a whole lot of miniatures in it. Mm -hmm. But I feel like the quality of the game should bring the price down a little bit, and I feel like the quality is that of a sort of like you know. I don't know, a six and a half out of 10 or something like that. If I was going to give a score. Yeah, I'd probably, I'd probably give it a little higher, maybe like a seven. Sure. Seven. I'll be, yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll join you on the seven train. Okay. okay. Cause I do enjoy it in certain <laughs> yeah. spurts and in certain times and in certain moods. So, right. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's all right at, for those things, but uh, yeah, there's some issues. Indeed. <laughs> okay. Uh, next week we are going to be doing is next week. Episode 70. Yes, this is episode 69, which makes next episode episode 70. So, for our 70th episode, we are going to do the top 10 things we are looking forward to the most about Gen Con this year. I'm not sure that we're going to do a follow-up top 10 things of Gen Con like we did last year, uh, because I think what we're going to try to plan on doing during Gen Con is doing at least a small short show for at least three days out of the out of the weekend to talk about the things that we've seen that excited us or that maybe we thought was actually not as exciting as we'd hoped it was. Um, <laughs> just sort of like a little end cap at the end of the day to say, like, this was our experience today. Maybe this is some stuff to look forward to in the future or some stuff to check out that we found. Maybe this is some stuff to, like, you know, maybe just look at and decide if it's for you. Maybe this is some stuff to avoid, that sort of a thing. Uh, so next week 
for number 70, our top 10 things we're looking forward to about Gen Con. Uh, if people would like to get a hold of us and let us know what their favorite zombie movie and or game is, Jason, how would they do so? All right. Well, for all things uh, brain eating, uh, you can email us. It's podcast at limitedplaytime.com. You can go to the website, limitedplaytime.com. You can tweet us at limitedplaytime or go to Instagram at limitedplaytimepodcast. That's right. Okay, so everybody keep your brains where they're at. Don't let anybody chew on them, and we will see you in one week. Later. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.